Today on State Scoop's Priorities Podcast from Scoop News Group, an inside look at how a bill on AI use in Colorado got started. Welcome to State Scoop's Priorities Podcast. Every Thursday, you'll get insights into the state and local government technology community. You'll hear from top leaders across the state and local world and learn about the latest news and trends ahead for the industry. I'm your host, Jake Williams. Here's what's happening this week. New York City needs to create better artificial intelligence usage policies for city agencies, according to a new state audit. Four agencies across city government had, quote, significant shortfalls in oversight of AI use, the audit found. The city's Office of Technology and Innovation says in response to the audit that its findings were primarily focused on work done under the previous mayoral administration. West Virginia is creating what Governor Jim Justice is calling the first full digital clearinghouse for vehicle titles for non-resident businesses. The new digital service will be run out of the state's Division of Motor Vehicles and will simplify the process for national retailers, fleet operations, insurance carriers, and salvage auction operators. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis proposed legislation that would ban TikTok and other Chinese-made software on state government devices and on networks operated by public schools, including state universities. The legislation builds on the state's Department of Management Services recommendation to block Chinese-made applications and software from state networks. You can find these stories and more at statescoop.com and in links in today's show notes. Colorado lawmakers are considering investing in artificial intelligence technology to monitor video footage and warn firefighters when smoke is detected. A $2 million bill passed out of the state Senate Committee on Agriculture and Natural Resources unanimously and moves on to the Appropriations Committee now. State Senator Cleve Simpson is one of the authors of the bill. He tells State Soup's Colin Wood how the bill got started. Yeah, there is a little bit of um, background behind this. So Colorado legislature has something called an interim have a number of interim committees, and one of them is called Wildfire Matters Interim Committee. So um, I can't remember if it's a eight or ten member interim committee made up of House members and Senate members. And um, last year, last year, I've, I've only been in the legislature two years. So I think I served on it in my first two interims. Um, and we tour, we get presentations from folks that, you know, in the Department of Public Safety, um, uh, foresters, any number of places, uh, folks that bring forward kind of important issues for us to consider. Um, And the committee collectively gets to vote on advancing. I can't remember. I'm on too many committees. By statute, we can advance, I don't know if it's three or five bills as Mm -hmm. a committee. Mm -hmm. So one of the uh, committee members, my first two sessions was Senator Don Corum, who lives out in Montrose. Um, And this was kind of, I don't want to speak for Senator Corum, but this was his passion. But he was also um, not up for re-election this this last November, so he wasn't going to be here this session. So I, I, I've heard him talk about this concept of uh, remote cameras. And look, I, initially, I wasn't I wasn't like a big fan of them. I was really thinking, why would we put cameras up if you don't have somebody to sit there and watch them? Hmm. I'm not sure what what value they bring. But he he finally convinced enough folks um, and really internally in, in the uh governor's administration that there was value here. So some of those folks were more focused historically on, on other places to expend resources in this space of managing wildfires. So 
but he he I think he'd done enough legwork to convince um, the administration to be at least not be opposed to it, to be at least neutral and somewhat supportive. So anyway, Senator Quorum put this bill forward in the interim last summer while he was still on the interim committee. And I knew he wasn't going to be here this session to actually carry the bill. Mm. So I, out of uh, uh, respect for Senator Quorum, said, well, I'll put my name on it so that the bill can at least move forward. Yeah, unlikely advocate very, for it. Very, very, very much so. But it did, like, there's a company in California, and I, I don't have the company's name in front of me right now, but they reached out to give me a, we did like a 30-minute call and a presentation about not just the camera component to it, but the, the the AI, the artificial intelligence. And like, I was really impressed to go, this is much bigger <laughs> than kind of what I was thinking it was capable of doing. And so I look, they converted me in pretty short order, really just over the last six weeks into being, uh, you know, a supporter of the idea to go, yeah. I think there's something here. So I think did the company you... was Panos, if I remember right, but... Mm. Okay. Go ahead. Did, did you have uh, specific concerns that that are uh, oh, know, less my, strong now? No, my only concern initially was I didn't understand the artificial intelligence component of it. Mm. I was really again thinking you're going to put up a camera and then somebody's got to monitor the camera. We are not going to have much success in doing that, and the AI oh. component actually. You know, and it's still learning, but somebody doesn't have to sit there and be watching the camera. Right. Yeah. And it's also, look, it has kind of limit, limited range. And I've also was fortunate enough to be involved in, uh, this is a much longer story, but when I'm not here at the Capitol, I manage uh, the Rio Grande Water Conservation District in Southern Colorado in the headwaters of the Rio Grande. And we were we focused a couple of years ago in securing funding from a variety of sources to establish a dual band Doppler radar unit to sit in the middle of this valley I live in, which is 100 miles long and 80 miles wide. And we did it for mostly, well, we did it for, it has the ability to track in a much more granular fashion snowfall and water content. And we were using it for stream flow forecasting to try to understand what the Rio Grande's gonna flow this year. But the folks at NOAA, uh, North America Atmospheric Administration, also highlighted that these things can detect, you know, they can detect smoke instantaneously. Mm. So, and, but again, when, when we were doing this conversation with the with the Doppler radar, the, there was no AI conversation attached to it. And again, if you don't have somebody watching it, but I'm not sure what the value is. And so that kind of had me in that space that I really didn't understand. I couldn't see the value in what Senator Corm was promoting. But again, effective January this year, when I sit with these folks from California that have these um, deployed in California and Washington for sure, and maybe Oregon, and to some degree already here in Colorado. I just it just was a little bit eye opening to go, given you know the challenges we have in this state of of dealing with and managing forest fires. It seemed like this is a good investment to just advance this conversation. So it was a, if I remember right, what's in the bill? I think there's a two million dollar ask mm. to stand up this 
pilot program for five years, I think, mm-hmm. where we can kind of, through the Department of Public Safety and the Department for Fire Prevention and Control, identify where we would put these additional units, how to in, integrate them into existing uh, detection capability and see if there's really uh, even more value there than what I, I think will be demonstrated. I, I live in southern Colorado where 2012 was something called the West Fork Complex Fire, which was I don't know, 70 or 80 80,000 acres at the time was one of the biggest fires in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And then in 2018 was another Spring Creek fire, which was over 100,000. Mm-hmm. And those were up until 2020 were two of the biggest fires in the state's history. Now they're, I don't even know if they're even in the top 10 anymore, but my, my communities that I represent are, you know, they're in harm's way if, um, particularly in the Rio Grande National Forest, beetle kills just decimated you know an abundance of the forest and all that dead standing timber is going to go somewhere mm-hmm. some point in time did you it's likely going to burn so did did you get a, a sense of how um firefighters and other people who are in the sort of public safety world uh did you get a sense of what their res- initial response or current response is to using this technology Sure, and, and again, it's it's very anecdotal because I haven't been active in these conversations for months or years. But um, within the within the last month, those some of those firefighters and and look, the company I've been talking to in California, and again, I think it's called Pano P A N O. One of their um, I don't know principals is a ex firefighter, and she's like enamored with it and. When when they talk about the capabilities of this and what it can do and how it can be, I don't know what's the right word I'm looking for. How it can be accessible to mm-hmm. not only does it detect a fire, but then at some point it becomes very uh, visible, real time uh, feed to the right people in the right spot on the ground. And like our uh, de- uh, Department of Fire Prevention and Control, they're they're like. Some of them, at least the ones I've engaged with, have been very um, supportive of. Yeah, there's. We we don't know exactly how this works or what the ultimate um, value is here, but there's certainly enough to push this conversation farther than we've we've historically done in the state. Getting behind it and invest some money in it. Right. Has has. So I think they're supportive. Right. Right. Have there been uh, many conversations on, you know, five years is a ways off, especially in the world of tech, but what the sort of uh, financial scaling would look like if, if, you know, if this is wildly successful and, and everyone says, you know, we need this kind of everywhere in the state, what would, what would $2 million would turn into? No. Oh, goodness. Well, I guess we'd have to, well, I guess we'd want figure out the viability and the networkability, like how connective, how connective it is, mm-hmm. you know? And then for me, it's like, all right, identifying where the most high risk areas are versus trying to think about trying to blanket the whole state. I think what, mm-hmm. for me again, like the Rio Grande National Forest with a huge amount of dead standing timber from beetle kill, you know, and overlay, uh, I guess, fire risk potential with, uh, impacts either infrastructure or 
homes and try to find the places. Look, I don't think it'll grow from a $2 million investment over five years to $50 million. You know, I think there's probably a, a, a handful of incremental steps, but certainly in the back of my mind, I think I think the pilot project will demonstrate the value, and then it'll be, again, a matter of scaling it and prioritizing where we put it, I think. I think we would probably, if we get to that point, we'll probably look at what California and Washington have done in that space already and, again, try to pick up lessons learned from where they've already mm. gone through this. Right, right. Well, what I've found interesting about this, uh, just talking to you so far, is that, you know, when it comes to ag- agriculture and managing natural resources, uh, I think technology now has a lot more to say than it did maybe a decade ago. And it sounds like uh, you're you're kind of getting educated and turned on to some of that. Do you, has this got you thinking about using technology in other ways, maybe for for uh, any of the other sorts of issues that you that you think about being on that committee? Well, <laughs> it might actually be going the other way because I, I manage the water district, but I also farm and ranch. So I have an 800-acre irrigated farm mm-hmm. where I control my center pivot sprinkler systems from my phone. Um, I've done... I'm always interested in kind of pushing the envelope. I've had uh, soil moisture monitor systems in with remote connectivity and uh, water systems, again, with the remote control features and and um, oversight isn't the right word, but um, observate where I can just monitor assets. <laughs> I sit on a, a machine that cuts hay for me that's uh, uh, guided by uh, satellite and GPS guidance where I I line it up and push the button and it steers itself and hmm. I mean there's just a whole laundry list again to your point technology just continues to you know um, grow at an exponential rate and I'm always trying to find ways to incorporate it in my my farming business for sure and my water management scope and firefighting just kind of again <laughs> I didn't really think about it in that space till Tell Senator Corm kind of stepped aside and it opened up a, a little bit of a window for me to get engaged. State Senator Cleve Simpson in Colorado. You can read more about him and artificial intelligence at statesoup.com and in links in today's show notes. I'm Jake Williams, host of the Priorities Podcast. Register now for StateScoop's virtual cybersecurity modernization summit. The summit will feature a dozen CISOs from state and local government, as well as higher education, in addition to experts from the private sector. The event kicks off at 11 a.m. Eastern time on March 2nd. You can register at statescoop.com. There's also a link in today's show notes. You can subscribe to the Priorities Podcast at prioritiespodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, be sure to leave a review or a rating on the podcast page. They make it more likely that more people will find the show. This podcast is a production of Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. Carlin Fisher and James Mahoney help put it together, and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. Until next week, I'm your host, Jake Williams. Thanks for listening.